Welcome to Equipus Christchurch. Equipus Church is a whole lot of friends championing one another to go higher in Christ. For more details, check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch. We've been doing, our, our, our series has been about Thanksgiving. Um, and this morning, just touched a little on um, what it means to be a child of God. Um, you know, like what it means to be in freedom and not feel like you have to uh, be a certain way in order to be acceptable. Like you just need to say yes to Jesus and you're on track. You know, like this religion will say you need to work out your faith. Jesus says just do what I say, do what Jesus says, and keep moving forward. I'll tell you what, man, it was, it was a great atmosphere this morning because the enemy was also at work to try and bring discouragement and disruption. But I thank God that, like, in his presence, like, God brings clarity. And, like, I was feeling this, I was a bit feeling a bit weird. And I just thought, something's happening. I can't put my finger on it, but God is at work. And I really believe there was breakthrough this morning in many people's lives because one, they chose to say yes to Jesus. Um, you know this about me, and, 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 and I hope you appreciate this about me, is, is I speak simply because I believe the gospel of Jesus Christ is not complicated. And it doesn't need to be complicated. If you don't get it, then it's the plot of the enemy to confuse you and send you into the spiral where you feel like you're not good enough. Like it literally is one beggar telling another beggar where to find bread. Jesus is the bread of life. And we need to get this mysticism out of our heads about this journey with Jesus. It's simple and it's straightforward. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. You know, my iPad's dead. Some kind of like good thing I can sync it to my phone and it's good. All right. So, Shells last week um, brought um, 15 words, right? 15 words from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I believe one of the greatest gifts we can give to God is our trust. One of the greatest gifts we can give to God is our trust. And tonight, it's going to be pretty short, but we're going to get to the point. I want to really hit on shame and fear. Shame and fear. Do you know, like for me, personally, that's been something that I've had to deal with and, and literally have to go through for many years. Shame and fear. Why? There, there's been times in my life where I've made bad choices. Hands up who's made bad choices. Yep. And you've had to live with the consequences. And the other side is fear when you think people are thinking something of you when they actually are not. So shame and fear. And I believe these two uh, are weapons that the enemy uses to shut you up and sit you down and hold you up. And, and until we realize that it is a ploy of the enemy to do that to us, to shut you up, tie you up, and sit you down, you, you'll be that. And all we have to do is we have to call him out on his lies, on his bluff. We need to call the enemy out of his bluff. 
Do you know, it was interesting this morning. Um, I thought I wasn't able to, um, to get hold of the Passion uh, Version, the Passion Translation of Psalm 34 that we used this morning. And I want to bring it because I, I just really believe it's got, it's translate, translates the word in such a way that I fully can grasp and understand. And I pray it helps you. Okay, so it'll probably come up. No, I think the NIV version will come up on the screen. But let me just, can I read it to you? And then we'll, we'll just carry on. Okay, so Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. My lips are full of perpetual praise. I'm boasting of you and all of your works. So let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Let's make his name glorious to all. Listen to my testimony. I cried to God in my distress and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Gaze upon him, join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. Woo. Here's the bit. You'll never wear that shame face again. When I had nothing, Desperate and defeated. Whew. I cried out to the Lord and he heard me. Bringing his miracle deliverance when I needed it most. The angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as I prayed. Encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He will do this for everyone who fears God. Mm. Mm. Okay, catch this. Drink deeply of the pleasures of this God. Experience for yourself the joyous mercies he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him. So we don't hide from him. We run to him and we hide ourselves in him. Worship him in awe and wonder, all you who'd been made holy, for all who fear him will feast with plenty. Even the strong and the wealthy grow weak and hungry, but those who passionately pursue the Lord will never lack anything good. Man, come on, children of God, and listen to me. I'll share the lesson I've learned of fearing the Lord. Do you want to live long, good life, enjoying the beauty that fills each day? Then never speak a lie and allow wicked words to come out of your mouth. Mm. Keep turning back on every, keep turning your back on every sin and make peace your life motto, 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 whatever, motto, lost in translation. 
Practice being at peace with everyone. The Lord sees all you do. He watches over his friends day and night. His godly ones receive the answers they seek whenever they cry out to him. But when, but the Lord has made up his mind to oppose evildoors and to wipe out ev- even the memory of them from the face of the earth, yet when holy lovers of God cry out to him with all of their heart and the Lord will hear them and come to their rescue and to rescue them from all their troubles. God hears you. The Lord is close to all whose hearts are crushed by pain and he is always ready to restore the repentant one. Always ready. Even when bad things happen to good and godly ones, the Lord will save them and not let them be defeated by, by what they face. Amen. God will be your, check this out. God will be your bodyguard God will be your bodyguard (laughs) to protect you when trouble is near. It just goes on. But I've, it just brought that scripture to me in in a new light. And I I just thought, you know, like, it's it's good to kind of explore. the different translations, because it gives you a different view of the same thing. You don't have to. <laughs> Thanks, Jill Jane. You don't have to keep feeding on yesterday's food and expect the same results. I love, I love our old English, um, but I think, you know, we are relevant and we want to be current Because God is always doing a new thing. So every believer, check this, you need to be current. You need to be current with what God is doing. You need to be current with what God is doing. Can I have fun with you? Um, I'm going to get you all to stand. If you can stand... Um, okay, so if you only speak one language, sit down. Okay. If you only speak, oh, look around. Pastor Penny, you heal. If you can speak only two languages, Sit down. Come on, somebody. All right. How many languages can you speak? Four. Three? Jill J? Three. Oh! Three. All right. You, 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 you can sit down. And Brother Nathan, you can speak five. Wow. That's amazing. Let's give him a hand. Wow. Do you pray in all five languages? Two is your main. Three. Awesome. 
awesome. Language is amazing because it, you identify, thank you, you may be seated. <laughs> um, it's, it's like language is amazing because it, it, you identify with a certain place, a certain culture, and, and I think it's, it's an amazing tool to have. It's not too late to learn something new. So I think, why don't you, you know, like te reo Māori, you know, the, the language of our land is, is a language that needs to be revived and, and appreciated. I don't know, man, I'm just saying, I'd like to learn more reo because I'd like to understand and, and know, at least I have language skills. Um, you, you all know I'm Fijian, right? Not Tongan. <laughs> It's amazing. It's amazing. I know. Um, so if you don't know, for many years, uh, like a long, a big part of my life, I thought I was part Tongan. Let's leave it there. Ask anyone else who knows about the story, and they'll fill you in. But um, in my house growing up, um, mom and dad uh, would speak to us in Fijian, and it'd be the main the main, uh, we call it the Mbawan uh, dialect, which is the main uh, uh, dialect that we would speak. Whenever they want to do code language and they wanted us as kids not to understand what they're saying, they'll speak another dialect. Now, you can imagine this. We're sitting at the dinner table and dad's like saying something to mum and we're all going... No, you never knew you were in trouble because your name wasn't even mentioned. So they will talk to you cold language and you're kind of got to suss out what's about to go down. Um, it wasn't until much later in my life when I discovered they'd actually made up their own, their own dialect. So it was, they were using Fijian, but they were twisting every end of the word. You guys probably understand how, how our parents would kind of talk like that. And I wasn't, I was like, that sounds like, that sounds like, I know what you've been saying. You know, like, um, often, um, it's often uh, thought about to be rude in, 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 our, in our civilized world to speak in another language in the presence of others, right? Your mom would kind of like... You know, or don't whisper. It's kind of you've got this little private thing happening and you don't want anyone else to be involved in their conversation. But here's the thing. Dialects or like your language can often separate. Our earthly language can often separate us. And, and I want to just briefly speak about tonight is, is the language of the kingdom. A language that it's inclusive, that it brings us all together. And, and so you are, you are okay to be in your identity as the person you were born with and to the family that you were born into. But when we gather together, there's a dialect of the kingdom that we need to all speak. Right? And I believe one of those is thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a, is a heavenly dialect that will mark a child of God. Is when, when a child of God is 
is, is kind of speaking out of line or out of turn, and the, and, and the dialect of thanksgiving isn't present, it confuses people. Because people may say to you, but aren't you a Christian? I've, I've had that, and, and people have said that to me in my reaction to certain things. But aren't you a Christian? And it challenges us because what we say and what we express it can be two different things. Thankfulness needs to be a dialect that we all speak in this house. Because it, and it's not only a dialect that we speak in this space, we take it out into the world, and the world is wanting to learn that dialect because it's not common. It's, it's kind of like, well, if you do this for me, then I'll be thankful, rather than being thankful anyway. I just want to bring it as a challenge, but let me go back to shame and fear. Um, it's, it's interesting when uh, growing up, I mean, I, I had a lot of trauma in my life, and I became a, a really angry young person. And part of that was to do with shame, and part of that was to do with fear. And so what I would try and do is I would try and please as many people as I can to get lots of friends. Got to the point where I couldn't keep it up anymore. I was probably about 18. It was just before I met Shelly. Got to that point where I was just like, this is going to kill me. I'm actually spiraling and, and going into a dark place because on the surface, I'm trying to hold it all together, but deep down, I was really crumbling. And, and what I want to challenge is, uh, I would encourage you with tonight, is often in an environment of church, that almost seems to be like this unwritten dialect of just act like it's all going well. Because no one's going to bother you. Just act like you've got it all together. Come on, you know. Don't look like you've got lack of faith. Look like you have it together. And it's challenging because we then put up a mask and it doesn't allow people to see us for who we really are. Now, in order to see people for who they really are, we've got to be able to be comfortable with our own self, our own salvation, our own redemption, our own revelation, right? And so when we come together like this, if we haven't dealt with our, our guilt and like our shame and fear, we often project it onto other people. How we talk to people, how we respond to people, we're often going from that place. What Jesus does is he goes, you don't need to feel that anymore. You don't need to carry that anymore. I have got you. I love that in the encounter night we had on Wednesday night was that you, after pre-meeting, is that you, you'd see that, that, that time in your life where, where whatever happened to you, and then you would kind of pretend or you'd imagine like you had a, a paintbrush in your hand and the blood of Jesus was available for you to dip your paintbrush into it and, and, br and brush it over with the blood of Jesus. Sounds a bit eerie-fairy, but it's, it's actually a faith step. You're going, I got nothing physical for me to be able to do to get into my brain and into my heart and to my soul and spirit to remove this stuff. But I believe by faith I can do that. It's a tool, right? I just love... 
what the scripture in the Passion Translation talks about God being your bodyguard. I believe when you understand that that is actually true for you, you have a certain demeanor about you. There's a certain confidence that comes, not a big-headedness, not an overconfidence, but it's saying, God's got my back. And whatever I face, I'm facing with, with him. So often, we, we feel like we have to rush out of this pain and shame and fear that we're experiencing without doing the work because we think everyone else is expect, expecting us to do it in a timely manner. What do you mean you've been going through that in three weeks? It's like with grief. Like I think the world is telling you to kind of snap out of it, just deal with it and move on. But I think what, we, what I believe I, my, my heritage does well is actually journey it through and take your time to grieve and to feel it. And then there comes a point when you kind of go, okay, I've grieved. I know where I am. I recognize that that is no longer. I now move on. You know, like, uh, let's, not, let's not push past the stuff that we're going through. Because if you just do it because you're thinking other people are expecting you to move quickly, you're going to go through that again. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And don't lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Life's pretty crooked right now. Like we deal with a lot of dodgy situations. And if there's one thing that could be straight for you, it's God. He will make your path straight. I know that when we, whenever we talk about shame and fear, you know, the weaponry of the enemy I know that he's out and about to kind of bring more confusion or bring more pain, bring more shame, bring more fear. But I'm decreeing tonight in Jesus' name that each one of you will not experience that. This house will not experience that. We're calling the enemy out on his tricks and we're going to push him backward in order that the kingdom of God will continue to flourish and move forward. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And when you feel an, a little insight coming from yourself, get back, sit down. You have no place to talk to me about God's, like challenge God's word and its truth in my life. You have that in your weaponry. You need to pull down anything that tries to stand up against God's word. You pull it down. Bring it into submission. The Holy Spirit leads you into truth. Sometimes, you know, I love it when we have got relationship with people around us who can give us wise counsel. You need to turn to Jesus first. God can speak directly to you. And as he does, that's when I would pull some wisdom from around and kind of go, am I hearing right? But you have the ability to hear from God yourself. Maturity is about working through what you need to work through in order that you might receive your freedom. 
I, I don't know, man. I'm just tired of seeing so many people that the enemy tries to trip over, over little things and little offenses that cause us to go 10 steps backwards. I believe that we need to have a, a, an open openness about us that we could talk about anything. No holy cows. Nothing is precious other than the name of Jesus and the presence of God and the word of God. We need to be able to talk about our stuff. Now, certainly with, with, with shame and with fear, there's a whole, it's, a, it's layers and layers and layers, depending on how many years you've had to carry that stuff. Sometimes it needs specialized attention where you can actually go and talk to somebody who understands the mind. Coupled with what God reveals to you through the Spirit, you then take that and you go and see someone who understands the mind. Don't try and fix it yourself. Don't try and pretend that you're fixed when you're not. You have to do the mahi, do the work in order that you are free. My technology is going great today. Thank you, Jesus. Our dialect is the dialect of the kingdom. It's what we speak. It's like our heartbeats. Whenever we, we see stuff, whenever we, 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 we engage with people, that is the filter that we see things through. So when we look at somebody with their need, we're seeing them as a child of God, created in his image. They're just going through some stuff. And so what we have to do is learn to stick close to them and walk with them and take a step and another step and another step and another step until they're walking, until they're running, until they're free. Let's not try and microwave our spirituality and just think in two minutes you'll be set it's not that easy I feel like what we need to do is have the opportunity to be able to speak it into each other's lives our e-groups are awesome but you'll only go as far as everyone else in your group is able to go with you Sometimes it just needs extra discipleship, TLC, love and care, in order that you feel like you can run free. Yeah? So don't negate meeting together. Continue to meet together. Do you know, in dealing with my shame and fear, I had to face it face to face. I had to say, enough is enough. I am not your slave anymore. I am no longer your slave. I am not your victim anymore. I am not a victim anymore. I'm standing up. And it was a decision I can remember when it happened for me. It was a decision that I made. It was God that gave me the strength to be able to make the decision. And it was a total turnaround, a total change. What I, and what I, you know when you discover that you've been doing something wrong all this time? You, you kind of go, what the heck have I been doing? 
Where's all my friends that I've done all these things for? Now that I've realized that I'm actually a child of God, creating His image, I don't have to do those things to get their love and attention. It's actually okay. And in that moment, I could count my friends with one hand, right? Because it meant that now the filter has, has actually gone through your life and you understand what is important to you. You don't have to keep chasing after people's attention and, and to get them to gratify you and tickle your ears with useless fancies in order that you feel like you are somebody. Come on, who am I talking to tonight? I think we have to expose the work of the enemy, expose what he's trying to do to suppress you from being free. Why don't you stand with me? I told you it's going to be quick. Dialect. What are you speaking? What are you saying? What's the sound that's coming out of you that reflects the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? As a house, one of the signatures of our house, it needs to be thanksgiving. It needs to be gratefulness. It needs to be I don't care what circumstances I'm facing, I am thankful, God, that you are with me. I don't care who's beside me or what I'm currently going through. I don't care what my bank account looks like. I don't care what my job situation looks like. I don't care about anything materialistic. Because in this moment, all I need to know is that you are with me. That's all. And when you are with me, fear and shame, they run away. They retreat because I know whose I am. And just in this moment, look, I just, I just, I just sense the Holy Spirit is speaking to people about their own areas, may not be shame, may not be fear, maybe it's other areas that I haven't spoken about tonight, but I, I'm believing God to speak far beyond where I can go in my limited language. It's that you know that. God, if you don't move in my life now, it's all going to waste. Maybe you've been challenged tonight about the company that you keep. Maybe you've been challenged tonight about your relationships. Maybe you've been challenged about your language. Maybe you've been challenged tonight about your attitude. However, I believe God is speaking. And so right now in this moment, come on, if that's you, why don't you lift up your hand? Say, God, I have a need that I can't shift by myself but I know that you are with me all the way. And right now in this moment, Holy Spirit, I pray 
that as you know us so intimately, you understand what we need. And I thank you that you're dispatching your holy angels right now ministering to people where they're at in the area of guilt and fear, of shame. Thank you that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Thank you that your word is powerful, that when you speak, everything shifts. When you speak, freedom comes. And so Lord, for my family tonight, Lord God, I thank you that your your word is powerful than any two-edged sword that'll cut through anything that will try and stand up against your word. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Check out our website at equipuschurch.com forward slash Christchurch.